What's on the Menu with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. It's Money FM 89.3 and my next guest is the executive chef of Yardbird Southern Table and Bar. His name is Leonard Delgado. Now, this restaurant has been voted the best American restaurant by Time Out Miami. Yardbird Southern Table and Bar is a celebration of farm fresh ingredients and traditional American flavors. Leonard, welcome to Money FM. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to get started. Now, your passion for cooking can be traced back to when you were very young. Who inspired you to start cooking? Actually, it was my family. My, my roots definitely go back to, to my family and my family upbringing. I have always been involved at some sort of uh, kitchen at, at all times, going back to, to, to my grandmother and my mother and my memories of them, all of my uncles and aunts uh, being in the kitchen. And really, my, my passion for cooking goes back to family, tastes, smells, they always bring you back to a certain point in your life and it just kind of invoke memories from the past, you know. To me, cooking really is just kind of a, a gathering of people and enjoying time together and having conversation o- over great food. That's, that's really kind of the basis of what I do and what drives, drives my passion for cooking. And I think that, that kind of really resonates into, into what we do at the Yardbird you know, all of our food is, is true food, real food. It's not uh, based off of, of the latest fad or the latest craze. You obviously mentioned that, you know, you started cooking when you were young. What's your earliest memory from the kitchen? Oh, my earliest memory? I mean, being in the kitchen with my mom. I mean, I've always been in the kitchen. Um, I've never really wanted to do anything else. So my earliest um, memories of being in the kitchen have always been you know, with my mother during the holidays, cooking the daily meal for the family, being at my in-laws' houses and always being involved in the kitchen. It's just, it's always been a part of my life. It seems that it was always on your bucket list to become a chef. What did some of your family members, you know, say about your food? Oh, of course. I mean, my family, uh, my family is my biggest fan, but they're also my biggest critics, you know, especially my wife. God love her soul. But, uh, <laughs> You know, I didn't choose this career. I think this career chose me. There's, I've never, ever have done anything in, in my life. This is what I've always done. I've never thought about doing anything else. I've always had, you know, little hobbies of the moment at the time, but my life has always brought me back to cooking. I've never done anything else. I've never wanted to do anything else. I'm one of the fortunate people that are allowed to, to make a living at their hobby. You know, I've truly never worked a day in my life. Yeah, and that is the best feeling, to not feel like you're actually working and still getting paid for it. Now, you've held executive chef and partner positions at various dining concepts. You mentioned your earliest memory in the kitchen. Do you remember your first day as an executive chef? You know, that's kind of fuzzy. I remember my first executive chef's position, but I don't remember my first day because it was uh, this restaurant hotel back in California and they, the executive chef just decided he was, I was his executive sue, and he just decided not to show up for work. He was just kind of fell off the face of the earth, and I just kind of assumed that role and just carried on until I was officially made the executive chef. I've just, I've always carried myself in a position of, this is what I do. I run my kitchen how I see, uh, feel it should be run. And, you know, I just kind of fell into the position and just carried forward. So there was really no official first day for me. This, again, this is just kind of what I've done. I've kind of grown into the position and, um, you know, and continue to grow every day. So and then later you moved to Singapore. Of course, it's a brand new opportunity and a fresh start. But you left behind, you know, that sense of home and familiarity. So what was going through your mind when you found out that, you know, you were going to move to Singapore? 
Um, well, it was uh, through a buddy of mine uh, who's, you know, my, now my boss, and uh, he said that there was a great opportunity uh, for me out in Singapore. You know, I've worked with him at, at other restaurant companies, and just out of the blue called me up one day and said, I'm opening up a new concept on the other side of the world, and there's no one else I trust more than you to run it. So got on the plane, and three weeks later out here in Singapore, and not much time to think, but mostly react. And, and here we are, and we've been here ever since. And it's been a great opportunity and a great experience to kind of see the a new restaurant, an American concept, open up in Singapore and, uh, you know, go through the struggles we all go through when we first open up a restaurant, but now we're, we're thriving and we're, f- we're flourishing in this community. So it, it's been a great experience. We're in conversation with Leonard Delgado. He's the executive chef at Yardbird Southern Table and Bar. At Yardbird Singapore, what can we expect from the East meets West menu for Chinese New Year? There lies a challenge for us because we are an American concept. And to try to do, you know, we do fried chicken. And to, to come up with offerings that, uh, you know, are, are Chinese in nature is, is not inherently an easy task for us to do. We definitely want to make sure that we stay respectful to, you know, to, to the local community and the local cuisine. So you'll never see things like laksa and, you know, chili crab on our menu. But we also take, you know, the ingredients and the cooking styles that we do in the South. And we kind of bring them out here and we incorporate the different flavors, our techniques of the South, but the flavors of out here. So, you know, suckling pig is, is an international cuisine, whether it's, uh, you know, Asian suckling pig, it's uh, cochinillo asado in Spain, lechon in the Philippines. You know, uh, it, it's all basically the same. It's just ingredients that are used uh, locally. So we've taken our cooking styles of a suckling pig and we've added things like a Chinese five spice and we cure it uh, over a period of, of four to five days. And how we cook it out here is definitely indigenous to this style. So what we come up with are flavors and textures that are, are akin to the local market without losing our style and our cooking techniques and our plating techniques that we've known in the South. Now, I understand that there is a cocktail pairing with this menu as well. Now, can you elaborate on this? Three of our items, the suckling pig, we have a deep south ramen, and then our dessert, which is a chocolate sphere with tangerine. You know, all of our cocktails were chosen specifically to go with these three items. And when we look at our cocktails, we don't look at just, you know, sweet and tart and sweet. We look at imparting different levels of flavor through smoke, spices, herbs, or chocolates. So we have an old-fashioned that goes with our suckling pig. That really has a lot of smoke and bacon infused into the American whiskey. Our deep south ramen, you know, it's more of a, it has a southern peach, which is a, a sweet tea-based cocktail. And then with our dessert, you know, we have an east meets west sour, you know, and that has a combination of Japanese and American whiskeys blended with dark chocolate, yuzu, and lemon, and then obviously the egg white froth and bitters. So truly three amazing cocktails that are paired specifically with these three dishes. Yeah, you can never go wrong with cocktail pairings when they sound as good as that. Leonard, how do you emulate Yardbird's principle of farm fresh ingredients in your dishes? Well, there's two things that I've learned. Uh, the challenges of, of um, being out here is one is I don't have the big grandiose kitchens with the big, with the big chillers and the big walk-ins. So realistically, we have to buy products every single day. I've got you know, farm fresh products that arrive at my back door every single day just out of necessity. But also on the other side is that you know, we select the freshest ingredients, but we also have to kind of adapt to the ingredients that are in this area. 
we've taken collard greens that is a, a truly traditional uh, side dish from the south and there's no such thing as a collard green out here in, in singapore so we've taken a local green which is kailen and we've converted that over into a collard green and if i gave you both those side by side you would never uh, be able to tell the difference so it's being very very mobile and being able to change to the local market using the freshest ingredients every day. So it's been quite a challenge, but it's also been, you know, something we've been able to kind of hang our hat on, on being able to manipulate southern, classic southern dishes with local produce. Yeah, it's adapting to, you know, the local market and, you know, making it work out here. Apart from your East Meets West venue that you prepared ahead of Chinese New Year, I want to know more about your executive lunch sets. So can you tell me a little bit more about this? Yeah, we have two executive lunch sets, one at price point at $36, the other one at $46. And really, it's a, your ability to come in and get a, a good tasting of everything on our menu. So we have our first lunch set, What really it comes with, uh, you get a choice of nine different offerings, five sandwiches and four salads, and each one of those salads has option of five different protein toppings. And then you get a choice of eight different sides. So all those sides, if you come in and you order, there's something for everybody. And if you have a little bit more of a heartier appetite, you can get our executive set, which inclusive of, of the nine items and the eight sides, you also get two options for an appetizer. So it's really kind of value and uh, value driven for our guests, but it also gives you the ability to come in and give you lots of options for dining. You know, apart from the East meets West menu and your executive lunch sets, for a first-timer heading to Yardbird, what would you recommend to try from the menu? What's a must-have on the menu? Well, obviously our chicken. You know, if I was you and I would come in to starters, I would get our, our crispy pork belly served on a fried green tomatoes and our house-made pimento cheese. That's amazing. And then obviously our chicken, if you wanted something a little bit on the smokier side, our pork ribs, those are two of our biggest selling items on our menu, and then finish it with some great bread pudding. And what do you want an individual's biggest takeaway to be when they dine at Yardbird? You know, when, when people come to the Yardbird, we really want to, well, me personally, is I want you to feel like you're being welcomed into my home. I want you to come in into a, a relaxing environment, being with great service and great food, but really kind of deliver an experience to where if you wanted to come in, in and out for a quick lunch for 20 to 30 minutes, you can do that. Or come in and be a gathering place for you, your family and friends and stay for two, three hours and feel very, very comfortable. You know, we want to make sure that our experience that we give you is something that it is the event, not something that you do on the way to somewhere else. We've been speaking to Leonard Delgado. He's the executive chef at Yardbird Southern Table and Bar. Uh, Yardbird Southern Table and Bar is a celebration of farm fresh ingredients and traditional American flavors. You can, of course, get the chicken and watermelon and waffles lovingly crafted using a 100-year-old family fried chicken recipe or try their mouth-watering dishes, including the smoked pork ribs, crab cake or lobster and shrimp roll. Plenty to go ahead with the East Meets West Chinese New Year menu. Leonard, thank you so much for your time and joining me on Money FM 89.3. My pleasure. Thank you very much.